Hello, this is Tanishka from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday, the 16th of December. India recorded 7,974 new cases of COVID-19 in the last 24 hours, pushing the total infection tally to over 3.47 crore. The new infections are 14% higher than Wednesday's tally. With 343 more deaths in the past 24 hours in India, the cumulative death toll has climbed to 4,76,478. Four more cases of the Omicron variant were reported in the national capital, taking the tally to 10. There are currently 40 people admitted in Delhi's Lok Nayak Hospital, suspected of carrying the variant. 38 of them are COVID-19 positive. More than 135.25 crore vaccine doses have been administered in the country so far. The Union Health Ministry said today that over 16.42 crore COVID vaccine doses are still available with states and union territories for inoculation. Globally, the total number of COVID-19 cases has crossed 272 million and the death toll has crossed 5 million. A study by the University of Hong Kong said that the Omicron variant infects around 70 times faster than Delta and the original COVID-19 strain, although the severity of the illness is likely to be much lower. The study found that the variant replicated less effectively in the human lung tissue than the original strain, which could signal lower severity of disease. Meanwhile, a Canadian molecular biologist had told cross-party members of Parliament on the House of Commons Science and Technology Committee that a leak from a laboratory in Wuhan region of China could be the more likely origin of the COVID-19 pandemic. The Uttar Pradesh government told the Legislative Council today that no death due to lack of oxygen was reported in the state during the second wave of COVID-19. PTI reported that the UP government said that the death certificates made no mention of death due to lack of oxygen in any of the 22,915 patients that died due to the pandemic. The statement of Health Minister Jay Pratap Singh came as a response to a question by Congress member Deepak Singh during the question hour. Singh raised a supplementary question and asked if the government had details on similar cases flagged by his own ministers, as many of them had written letters saying that deaths are taking place due to lack of oxygen in the state. Singh asked, and I quote, Has the government not seen the dead bodies flowing in the Ganges and people suffering due to lack of oxygen? Unquote. In response, Pratap had said that doctors issue death certificates in case a hospitalized patient dies and that several deaths during the pandemic were due to various other diseases. He added that the government had arranged oxygen from other states when there was a shortage. The Samajwadi Party's Udaivir Singh had pointed out that the UP government had taken action against Paras Hospital in Agra when a video of a doctor there about oxygen shortage had gone viral. He said that if the government itself had taken action in the case, how could it make a false statement in the House? While Pratap had responded saying that the district magistrate and police commissioner's investigation report mentioned about a mock drill in the hospital during which the oxygen supply was stopped, Singh rejected his claim, saying that the truth would not change. 
Leader of the House Dinesh Sharma had said that members of the opposition should acknowledge that major casualties were avoided due to the promptness of the Uttar Pradesh government. At least two workers died in a blast that took place inside Gujarat Fluorochemicals Limited in Goghamba in Panchamal district of Gujarat. 14 others have been severely injured. Indian Express reported that the blast took place around 10 a.m. inside the MP1 unit of the refrigerant manufactured plant located in Ranjitnagar in Goghamba. As per the police, the sound of the explosion was heard several kilometers away in the taluka. The workers injured in the explosion and subsequent fire were shifted to different hospitals. At least 3 critically injured workers were rushed to a private hospital in Helol. According to police, some of them have received severe burn injuries. Superintendent of Police Panchmahal Leena Patel said that the team of fire officials were ascertaining if there were any persons trapped inside the complex. Details on the nature of the blast had not been confirmed yet, she said. A complete shutdown was observed in five districts of Nagaland today between 6 a.m. and 4 p.m. to protest against the killing of 14 civilians at Oting and Mon town earlier this month by armed forces, according to East Mojo. The public rally and shutdown was called for by the Konyak Union, a body of the tribe. Most of the deceased belong to the Konyak tribe. NDTV reported that government as well as private offices and business establishments remained closed during the shutdown and vehicular traffic came to a standstill. In Eastern Nagaland, massive rallies were taken out by Eastern Nagaland People's Organization, which represents Naga tribes of five districts. The organizations declared non-cooperation with the armed forces until their demands are fulfilled and justice to the victims is delivered. 14 civilians were killed on December 4th and 5th in Mon district in three consecutive episodes of firing by armed forces. The army expressed deep regret for the unfortunate loss of lives. In the aftermath of the killings, most mainstream media reported the story as a botched army operation and not a story with names, faces, context and history. In a report on newslaundry.com titled Big media's coverage of Northeast India has never been adequate, but now it's worse. Kalpana Sharma writes about how distance and inaccessibility are no longer an excuse. She wrote, and I quote, It is an inability to take the time to understand the multi-layered and complex history of a region that is lumped together into one only because of its geographical location, unquote. Listeners, a big part of what we do here at News Laundry is hold the media accountable. We are able to do this because we're a reader-supported independent news organization accountable only to you, the subscriber. So if you are not a subscriber already, head on to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscription button on the top right corner of the screen. Lowest subscription starts at rupees 300 only. Former Rajya Sabha member Muhammad Adib moved the Supreme Court today seeking contempt action against officers of state of Haryana. He alleged inaction by the officers in complying with the directions passed by the top court regarding measures to be taken to curb communal violence with regards to recent obstructions by mobs to Friday namaz in open spaces. According to live law The police sought action against the chief secretary and the director general of police of state of Haryana 
Sanjeev Kaushal IAS and PK Agarwal IPS respectively. Adeep submitted in the petition that there had been a constant rise in incidents in the recent months in Gurugram revolving Friday prayers offered by Muslims at the behest of certain identifiable hooligans who portrayed themselves falsely in the name of religion and sought to create an atmosphere of hatred and prejudice against one community across the city. The contempt action was being sought on the argument that authorities in Haryana had failed to comply with directions issued by the top court in Tehsin S. Punawala v. Union of India. The Supreme Court had issued directions in this case in 2018 to control and prevent the increasing number of hate crimes, including lynching and mob violence. The petition said that there is a serious inaction of the state machinery in taking effective measures to prevent these incidents in Gurugram and that complaints had been filed with the Commissioner of Police, Gurugram, but there remains severe inaction. Listeners, various sectors of Gurugram have been turning into communal hotspots in the wake of agitation by right-wing groups and locals against open namaz being offered. On November 13th, I had reported about how, despite complaints to the police about provocative speeches and slogans against Muslims, no action was taken by the police or the district administration. You can read more about what unfolded in my report on newslaundry.com titled, We Just Want to Pray with Dignity. With cops passing the buck, Gurugram's namaz is at an impasse. Taiwanese President Tsai Ing-wen urged for stronger unity among democratic nations in the face of rising authoritarianism, while speaking to a group of visiting French parliamentarians on Wednesday. Tsai stated that the self-governing island republic would bear additional responsibility in order to contribute to regional and international peace and stability. During the meeting at the presidential office building, Tsai said, and I quote, Democratic allies should strengthen cooperation when facing challenges such as swift changes in international affairs and expansion of authoritarianism, unquote. A report by AP said that in the face of China's efforts to isolate the island it claims as its own territory with no right to diplomatic recognition, Tsai's visit by six members of the French National Assembly provides a valuable chance for her to address an international political audience. Due to Chinese pressure, the number of Taiwan's diplomatic allies has been reduced to just 14. The French delegation is the second to visit Taiwan in the recent months. China had tried to get the previous one called off, with its embassy in France saying that this would not only impact China's core interests and undermine Chinese-French relations, but undermine France's own reputation and interests as well. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on where you are listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.